Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. CP3 takes it across midcourt, two-hand toss to Curry. He'll let it fly. Three ball, left corner pocket. Warriors lead by nine. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson. We'll bring you into the locker room and hear from Coach Kerr and the players, highlights from the game, and J.D. will take your calls. Warriors Wrap-Up starts now. Yes, it does. Here from Chase Center, where the Warriors were victorious over the San Antonio Spurs tonight. 118-112 to 112 is the final 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text here on 957 the game as it is Warriors wrap up and the Warriors uh, improve to 8 and 9 on the season consecutive home victories for Golden State. Uh, you got to like that. Uh, the Warriors at one point did build uh, an 18 point lead in this game. Uh, but San Antonio would cut it down and the Warriors have found themselves in in games where they've Otherwise controlled, they've uh, been uh, having a fight at the end to, to hold on. Uh, winning tonight despite 24 turnovers and 34 San Antonio points off of those turnovers. Uh, Golden State uh, did make 19 threes in this game, and uh, they needed all of it uh, when it was going to be said and done here down the stretch 19 to 24 from the free throw line and the Warriors do get the win uh, a win I think they had to have I again no such thing as a must win in November but uh, I do think for this Warriors team the way things had been trending after the six and two start and the Warriors uh, really struggling losing seven of the last eight now you can make it seven of the last nine but they've won two of three and this also ends just a brutal two-week stretch in terms of games coming either every other day or with a back-to-back mixed in. So the Warriors now get their first real break of the season, 17 games in, approaching that quarter pole of, of the season, and they'll be off for the whole weekend, which is rare, tomorrow and Sunday, and then Monday uh, before they go to Sacramento and take on the Kings and what will be a game of consequence in the NBA in-season tournament. Uh, if you're following that, if you're not following it, uh, tonight kept the Warriors alive with the opportunity to win the Western Conference Group C portion of uh, advancement to the, the round of eight. Basically, uh, there's three groups in each conference. The winner of each group moves on to the round of eight. Uh, that takes care of six of the eight teams. And then there's a wild card 
in each conference, and that's how you get to eight. And so the Warriors won tonight to improve to two and one in the Group C play. Sacramento won tonight at Minnesota, so the Kings have a three and zero record with one game uh, to play uh, in the Group portion. Minnesota that was their first loss, so Minnesota and the Warriors are now two and one with the Kings leading at three and zero. And then you've got San Antonio who didn't win a game in the Group stage, dropping their eleventh in a row tonight. So the Warriors, if they can win in Sacramento. Uh, given all of their struggles uh, of late, if they can win in Sacramento and Oklahoma City beats Minnesota on Tuesday night, it all comes down to Tuesday, then the Warriors win that group portion of the schedule, and that means they'll play either the fourth or the fifth. Uh, location to be determined. You don't quite go to Vegas in the round of eight. You got to win in that round to get to Vegas in the in the final four of the, the play-in tournament. But the Warriors have a shot at it. Should Oklahoma City beat Minnesota on Tuesday and the Warriors win outright in Sacramento? Now, if the Warriors win and Minnesota wins, then things get tricky as far as point differential and all that. The Warriors would have to to win by at least 13 points over the Kings to to win the group. That via Anthony Slater on the point differential. I didn't do that math myself. Uh, As much as I'm into playoff scenarios and, and everything that goes along with it at the end of the season... I'm not. I'm not really running the math on the point differential as far as who advances in the group play, but I'm going to take Anthony's word for it. He's pretty sharp with that kind of thing, and we'll just report it uh, and and credit him on the the point differential portion of that. If Sacramento wins, they win the the group, uh, but with the Warriors and the Timberwolves and this because they would have beaten everybody at that point. Four and zero, they would have been an automatic ad- advancer. So that will impact the schedule and, and those things in the first week of December. But in that sense, it was a must-win if the Warriors wanted to try to have a shot at continuing should they get another win in Sacramento on Tuesday. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game as Golden State wins it. 118 to 112. Just some some general thoughts on this one, and if you want to react, we can have a conversation. A lot to get into here, as uh, the Warriors uh, led four nothing and then trailed 11-4 and 21-12 in the first quarter. 8-2 run for Golden State, uh, and the Warriors trailed at the end of the first quarter, 35-32, and then the Warriors tried to go big in the second quarter, at least to the extent that Golden State can go big, uh, with a little bit of Jonathan Kaminga playing the three uh, in that second quarter, but the Spurs, again, after the lead had been cut down, pushed it back up to nine, and the Warriors were facing kind of an uphill climb until the end of the half when Golden State went on a 22-9 run. So they went from down nine to up four at the break, 59-55, and uh, the Warriors, you know, impactful game from Dario Saric, uh, off the bench for Golden State as, as he goes for 20 uh, in this one, really helping the, the, the Warriors out. And uh, Clay Thompson uh, ends up with 15, and there was a, a stretch right before halftime. Clay Thompson looked like he kicked a chair after missing a couple of shots, took a couple of bad ones there. Not the best night for Clay Thompson. He did score 15 points, but 3 of 11 shooting, and, and Clay really wearing. The, the frustration on, on the nights and in the stretches where he doesn't make shots consistently. And, yeah, kicked a chair on the Warriors bench, then, then picked up uh, what I couldn't tell at first. Was it was it towels or a shooting shirt? 
but I guess it was towels, and he just chucked him down the baseline in anger after he had been subbed out for Gary Payton the second to, to close the half. Now, I don't think it had anything to do with the sub. I think it was more Clay just taking a couple of bad shots with some bad results and the Warriors being you know locked in a, a battle at that point in the second quarter. So Again, I don't think there was anything personal about he was mad he got taken out for, for defense or anything like that at the end of the half, but the general frustration was visible and noteworthy and yeah, uh, the, the you know just we're all eyes on Clay at this point. A couple of real good games shooting the basketball the last couple, but uh, Clay Thompson you know, showing some frustration there. Warriors go in up five at the break, and then they come out in the third quarter and a sixteen to nothing run uh, for the Warriors in in the third after they had fallen behind by a couple. Uh, so it, it ended up a 16 nothing run. Warriors went from down two to up 14. It was 84-70. to But San Antonio then finished uh, with a 15-4 to run. So the Warriors never really could shake the Spurs uh, in this game. And uh, back and forth it, it would go uh, in the fourth with the Warriors starting the fourth quarter with an 8-0 run to push it back to 13. But then every time the Warriors would push it up, San Antonio would have a little mini comeback and and a lot of that was led by some warrior mistakes either bad shots but really more so turnovers in this game uh the the 24 that i mentioned 34 points off those turnovers for san antonio and that was a a a huge impact spurs also hit the warriors in terms of points in the paint to hang around in this game 48 30 uh points in the paint differential in in favor of San Antonio, but tonight was another night where the, uh, for just the second time, the Warriors were outscored in terms of bench points, but but some key bench points, the 20 from Saric, and how about 11 fourth quarter points from Jonathan Kaminga, who came into the fourth quarter with just one. Kaminga, a big part of that beginning of the fourth quarter run that helped the Warriors push the lead out before things would get close again, but yeah, Kaminga, 11 of his 12 coming in the fourth quarter, and it was in times where the Warriors really needed uh, buckets and, and, and needed a, a boost uh, as, you know, it was Kaminga and Saric, it was Clay Thompson with a couple of assists on uh, Jonathan Kaminga bucket. Chris Paul and Kaminga hit back-to-back threes to begin the fourth quarter and all of a sudden the Warriors it looked like they were going to maybe turn this thing into a blowout and, and it felt like the Warriors might do that at different points, but every time the, the Warriors, again, would push it out. The Spurs would then have a run, a 9-0 run, after an Andrew Wiggins uh, that was capped by an Andrew Wiggins turnover. Warriors were up by 15, and then they ended up just in a four-point game that turned into a three-point game again uh, in the in the closing seconds. But the Warriors do enough to prevail, uh, 118 to 112. And at this point, uh, we're, we're not rating victories, I think, for Golden State. They need wins any way they possibly can get them right now. And for the Warriors to be able to to, to earn a win and just, just get to the you know, this little mini break in the schedule, get Draymond Green back into the equation, and start to identify what the, the rotation is going to look like here for this next stretch, which is going to see the Warriors have a, a good mix of games against Western Conference opponents, and then you're going to get the 
in-season tournament games, if the Warriors do make the round of eight, or the makeup games that are going to come from them failing to make the round of eight. But it's going to be a little bit more of a spread-out schedule. The three days off, then the Warriors play in Sacramento. They come back, they play the Clippers, they go to play the Clippers, and then they could end up getting another three-day break that first week of December, depending upon whether or not they qualify for that uh, round of eight, the knockout portion of the, the play-in tournament. So the Warriors are going to have, we do know, three games. Uh, well, actually, could be two games that, that week, uh, assuming that the Warriors are not in the in-season tournament uh, round of eight, if you will, the knockout portion. Uh, so there, there's going to be practice time for the Warriors to iron some things out, and there's going to be a little bit of rest time for what is now a, a more veteran-laden club that uh, I, I think just needs a little bit of a mini reset. I mean, you give them credit for getting to this point and winning the two of the three uh, after the rough homestand uh, to get to the two of three this week, to get to within one of 500. I think they'd feel a lot better if they had won the game against Oklahoma City that they let slip away down the stretch. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Going back to, to last weekend, but... Uh, you know, not to say you're thrilled with eight, eight and nine, because I cannot look at eight and nine by any way, shape, or form and say, "Oh, the Warriors should be happy about that." Uh, no, it, you should be happy about it in comparison to it's not seven and ten or worse. But you know, let's be honest: the first seventeen games of the season have been a disappointment, especially after the six and two start. But now it's about just stopping the bleeding. I think for the Warriors, more than anything. 
and now trying to get healthy, lick their wounds, get a little bit of a, a breather, refresh, reinvigorate, come back, a couple of days of practice, likely on Sunday and Monday after the Warriors take tomorrow off, and then you know, they can get into more of a, a routine with some low-level travel uh, for the most part. Again, Sacramento and L.A., there's some Phoenix trip again. They go back and play the the, the Clippers for a second time. And then there's going to be a lot of home games surrounding the Christmas holiday with the quick trips to Portland and Denver. And, and again, still over the next six weeks or so, the Warriors are not going to have any lengthy trips to really anywhere in the Midwest or the East, barring maybe one game in the in-season tournament, uh, depending upon how things shake out or where their makeup game is if they don't uh, advance past the group stage. But other than that, we're really talking about one significant possible trip for just one game and then coming back uh, at that point. So I, I feel like the Warriors at 8-9, uh, you know, disappointing without a doubt. I mean, I, I don't think you can – you know, sugarcoat it at all and say, oh, this thing, you know, everything's fine. I mean, the Warriors are not playing good basketball. They're struggling to defend. They're struggling to put teams away. Suddenly they're struggling with turnovers more recently than they had been at, at different points of the season. But now is an opportunity to almost say, okay, it's go time. It's go time moving forward. And, you know, everybody's getting there's, there's no more excuses. You know, Wiggins has shown some signs of life in the last week. Clay Thompson has shown some signs of life in the last week, although, again, tonight not one of his better games. And it looked like Clay Thompson wasn't going to finish the game until Andrew Wiggins had uh, a pretty bad turnover with about two minutes to go. And then Steve Kerr did sub Clay Thompson into the game for Andrew Wiggins with 144 to go. And Clay did wind up finishing the game, but it looked like this was going to be the first time that, that Clay was not part of the, the closing lineup because there were five players that were, were all collectively playing better than him. But then Coach Kerr did make the decision to, to go back to Clay there for the final couple of minutes. So 888 957 888-957-9570. As it is, Warriors wrap up here on 95.7 The Game with John Dickinson at Chase Center where the Warriors were victorious over the San Antonio Spurs. also want to let everybody know, a uh, bit of a truncated edition tonight for, for Warriors wrap-up, but we are going to have Warriors this week for you tomorrow from 9 a.m. until noon. Uh, join me and Dan Devone as we'll have that for you. We'll get into tonight's game in a little bit more depth, just where the Warriors stand after 17 games uh, on this young season and and really uh, whether or just – whether or not it's go time for this team, I think that's a, a pretty obvious answer right now uh, with with where they sit, and we'll get to our standings update coming up here momentarily. But uh, there's a lot of good teams in the Western Conference, and and uh, you know you need to win, and you should be happy if you're a Warrior fan with the win in this game tonight. But the reality of the situation is. It, they're just not playing quality enough basketball to consider themselves at this stage a playoff team, let alone a championship contending team. And you know the proof is in the play uh, on a night in, night out basis. You know Stephen Curry's playing at an extremely high level still, and everything else is kind of hit or miss. Gary Payton the second Warriors welcomed him back in the game tonight. Uh, four points in, in 18 minutes. How about the block on Wimbayama? Uh, if that doesn't tell you everything about Gary Payton II, going up and blocking 
Victor Wimbayama's shot when Wemby's got him by, what, a foot and a half, I think, in, in terms of size. And, and Peyton went up and got it, really lit the crowd up uh, in, in Chase Center tonight, got everybody going, got everybody hyped in uh, a moment where the Warriors were the Warriors were, you know, struggling. It was in the midst of that run where the Warriors went from from down nine uh, to close the half. It was that twenty two to nine. Warriors had cut it to forty six forty one at the point of of the block. So having Gary Payton the second back, I do think is important. I know Steve Kerr talked in his post game press conference about how he would use Peyton and loving the fact that, that he fits so well and plays so well with Stephen Curry. So look for more of Gary Payton II to be out there with Stephen Curry uh, in different instances. And, and also, surprise, surprise, Steve Kerr did say he was thinking about the point differential component to the in-season tournament rules in the fourth quarter when the Warriors were up by 12 and even said to the team in a timeout to, to keep try and keep your foot on the gas and, and push this thing out because point differential, if there are ties, is the tiebreaker in this group stage. Now, he jokingly said, well, it didn't work, and, and obviously it didn't as the lead uh, trickled all the way down. And uh, the Warriors, though, fortunate at this point to, and will take uh, any win that they can get. Uh, all right, a couple other things to get to here on Warriors Wrap-Up tonight on 95.7 The Game. Let's uh, go ahead and roll with our extending the three-point line three-pointer of the night brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. CP3 takes it across midcourt, two-hand toss to Curry. He'll let it fly. Three ball, left corner pocket. Warriors lead by nine. Nine straight for Golden State to make it 77 to 68. Largest lead of the night for the Dubs. Yeah, so Tim Roy on the call there, and uh, that three-pointer is your extending the three-point line three-pointer of the game. Brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. You can visit westcoastmenshealth.com for more details on that. And uh, Gary Payton the second, yeah, I guess five players, uh, and appreciate the nod from the 510 is kind of digging through this uh, in the little break here between uh, Tim and his wrap up and starting Warriors wrap up here uh, on 95 7 the game. And so it was, I guess, five players have blocked Wimbayama this year. Peyton, the smallest of the five to, to do it. And uh, yeah, that was, that was, I think, the play of the night for uh, the, the Warriors to be sure. Uh, with you know Wembayama, who's still trying to find his way, uh, 22 points for for him, one of six from three, uh, much more effective inside the three-point line tonight for San Antonio. But again, this is just a game the Warriors had to get. It, it's it's what I like to call a zero upside game. It's it's one of those games where if you th- are threatening to be in trouble in it, and the Warriors sure as hell were threatening to be in trouble with it, uh, and, you know, then then it's just you, there's just no upside to it. You win, and if you win, and it doesn't, and you don't win by a lot, and it doesn't look pretty, which the Warriors did neither of those things. They they didn't win by a lot, and it wasn't pretty. So you, uh, you know, when you do that. It's just there's just zero upside. You need the win, and it's better than the alternative. Could you imagine the conversations we'd be having if the Warriors had had not 
won this game against San Antonio because the Spurs had come in losing 10 in a row, now make it 11, and sit at 3-13 and in the Western Conference. And so you know, this is a team that everybody had been beaten throughout the league by an average of 13.4 points per game coming into this game. And now you look at San Antonio, it's the worst record in the Western Conference. It's the third worst record in the NBA. Only Washington and Detroit are worse. And so, yeah, better than the alternative if you're the Warriors that you didn't lose this game. But at the same time, what are the real positives that you take away from the individual play in this game? And there really isn't there isn't much. It's Kaminga's fourth quarter. Add this to the list of games for Jonathan Kaminga where he uh, – you know, at, at, where he had a bad first half and was able to bounce back and, and have a more impactful second half. I think that's four or five times this year where Kaminga's been able to do that, so you give him credit. Uh, Dario Saric, huge. I know Steve Kerr in his post-game press conference was talking about Dario Saric and what a steal he's been and how he's probably going to wind up being somebody that gets a nice contract next season. Uh, albeit likely elsewhere, but Saric has helped the Warriors offensively. His skill set has really helped the Warriors. Uh, 20 points tonight, seven boards, four assists, uh, a couple of steals even for, for Saric in, in the game tonight. His defense can tend to be a little rough when he's playing the center spot against certain matchups, but the Warriors signed him because they, they want him to be a stretch big, and they have tried to play him a little bit more at the four lately, but uh, I think you know, where he is going to have to play to be effective is is at the five. And, and tonight, the Warriors needed every bit of, of his 20 points. Uh, other things that stand out, six assists for Clay Thompson uh, in this game. So I do think that, that Clay is making an effort to keep the ball moving, but the frustration is still there. I mean, it's just shots that Clay is used to making that aren't going in. It's shots... Uh, you know, and, and a couple of forces here or there. But again, the, set, the six assists show that Clay has been more of a willing passer, and he hit uh, Kaminga for, or he hit Chris Paul for a three beginning of the fourth quarter, hit Kaminga for a dunk uh, in transition uh, as well. And so I, I think that's a, a small bright spot in, in this one for, for the Warriors. And then, of course, the biggest bright spot of them all is, is Stephen Curry. Uh, 35 minutes, 35 points. Only downside for Steph is all the turnovers, and everybody for the Warriors who played tonight had at least one turnover, and you had Steph leading the way, as best players often do in terms of turnovers, with six turnovers. And that was the reason that this game was close down the stretch, and it looked like the Warriors were going to be in control for a good chunk of late third quarter and into that fourth quarter. But the turnovers, and just careless ones, just awful ones. I mean, just mindless turnovers for, for Golden State that allowed San Antonio to jump out when they did have the lead, but also uh, put San Antonio in that position where uh, they had the ability to make repeated comebacks in this game, despite the Warriors uh, being in control for a lot of those pivot points, uh, as I mentioned in the in the fourth quarter. So I think those are the bright spots. Moses Moody getting the start uh, was a bright spot in particular for the Warriors 
in the first half. He wound up only playing 17 minutes, and Steve Kerr shaking it up, knowing I believe that Chris Paul is going to be going back to the bench when this team plays in Sacramento, and Draymond Green comes back off of the suspension. Draymond's been working out with the team, been going through uh, shoot-around and basically doing everything he can right up until the mark two hours before game time where he has to leave the building and, and not be a part of any of the action. So the Warriors feel like Draymond will be able to hit the ground running in Sacramento on Tuesday when the Warriors take on the Kings for the third time here uh, in this young season. Let's get to our hardest worker of the game, brought to you by Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Are you looking for a career in law enforcement? Learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com. That's joinacso.com for more details there. And uh, your hardest worker for the Warriors tonight, I'm, I'm going with GP2 in his return just for the block on Wimbayama. Sterling, do we do we have the blo- do we have the, the highlight of the block? I would love to hear the highlight of Gary Payton II blocking Victor Wimbayama's shot. He gets hardest worker of the game for his return, and he gets uh, the nod uh, just because I wanted an excuse to to roll that. So Sterling, if we've got it, let's uh, let's let it rip. Curry will come up off a screen, comes middle, double, bad pass. Wimbayama batters it down with his long arms, leads a three on two behind the back, goes up, rejected by GP two. It goes out of bounds, and the crowd roars their approval. Yeah, it was, it, it, Chase was lit at that point. People were fired up. It was just a hell of a play as Peyton came flying in to block Wimbayama's shot in the midst of that Warriors run as they were uh, in the process of trying to, to flip the game after being down by as, as many as 10 to take that four-point lead at, at halftime. So Gary Payton second. Uh, coming back, playing 18 minutes, impactful. Uh, Going to be playing more with Steph Curry, but the block on Wimbayama gets him the hardest worker of the game. Brought to you by the Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Are you looking for a career in law enforcement? If you are, you can learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com. That's joinacso.com for more details. All right, let's get a couple of notes here, and then we will call it a night and uh, reconvene tomorrow morning, bright and early, right here on 95.7 The Game. We talked about Stephen Curry, his 35-8th 30-point game for Steph Curry uh, this season. And uh, Steph, uh, just out of this world, uh, continuing to, to lead the way for the Warriors, who are continuing to look for that secondary scoring on a night-in, night-out basis. We talked about the season-high six assists for Clay Thompson to go with 15 points, three boards, and a steal. Dario Saric, the 20-point game, his third 20-plus point game of the season. And how about this? Dario Saric, all three of his 20-point games have come in the in-season tournament, in the group play games. He had 20 against OKC back on November 3rd. He had 20 for uh, the Warriors 20-plus in the, in the game against Minnesota and the night that, that all hell broke loose. And then tonight he goes for 20. So Dario Saric among the in-season tournament group play MVPs across the league with that level of, of production. He, he knows when to raise his game, uh, Dario Saric, with another uh, 
20-plus point game. Uh, Draymond Green missed his fifth game. Uh, as we talked about, the Warriors ended up 2-3. and three. They're 3-5 three and five without Draymond in the lineup. as He missed three games due to injury as well. And uh, the Warriors outscored by San Antonio's bench just the second time in 17 games that the Warriors have not won the battle of the benches. And uh, the Warriors improved to 3-6 and six at home and 8-9 and nine overall, two in a row at home for the Warriors. Uh, we talked about all the turnovers. The Warriors also had 35 assists, which was one off their season high at OKC back on, on November the 3rd. Fifth time this year the Warriors have had 30 or more assists. They're 4-1 in those games, despite uh, the 35 assist to 24 turnover ratio for Golden State. And a quick look at the standings. Uh, we talked about Sacramento, who went into Minnesota, handed the Timberwolves their lone home loss of the early going this season. So the Timberwolves are leading the conference with OKC at 11-4, and then Dallas 10-5, and Phoenix 10-6, and Denver 10-6, and uh, Rockets beaten uh, Denver to improve to, to eight and six. You got Sacramento at nine and six. They're currently sixth in the Western Conference, and the Warriors at eight and nine are tenth in the Western Conference, uh, just behind the Los Angeles Lakers, who at nine and seven are currently sitting in ninth. All right, that'll do it uh, for us tonight uh, as the Warriors get the win. I want to thank Sterling Bennett. Uh, in our San Francisco studios, uh, Sterling, along with everybody else who's been cutting up the highlights and everything here. We appreciate the help uh, on Warriors Wrap-Up, as always, and uh, it is led by Sterling Bennett, uh, our hardest worker. Uh, also had a hosting shift earlier today on 95.7 The Game. It is also going to be coming right back in to the San Francisco studios tomorrow uh, to put together the Warriors This Week show with Dan Devone and myself. So uh, appreciate the help. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Uh, it has been a pleasure uh, all throughout this season, through these first 17 games of the season. And uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, uh, 9 a.m. until noon. Warriors This Week, J.D. and Devone here on 95.7 The Game. And then Warriors Live coming up as the Warriors and the Kings will play in Sacramento. That's 6 o'clock for Warriors Live on Tuesday as Draymond Green returns in-season tournament implications. And uh, we will have that for you right here on 95.7 The Game on Tuesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Warriors, they get the win over the Spurs, 118-112. to 112, And you heard it all right here on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.